going to run for some time. Prayer. Isaiah 65 from verse 23 to 22. Isaiah 65, 23, 22. They will not work in vain. May you not work in vain. And their children will not be doomed to misfortune. So shall it be. That our children will not be doomed to misfortune in the name of Jesus. For they are people pleased by the Lord. And their children too will be blessed. May your children be blessed. May our children be blessed. In the name of Jesus. Verse 24. I will answer them before they even call to me. Wow. What an assurance. I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs. I will go ahead. And answer their prayers. Go to 20. Okay, 24. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. Oh, before they call. So, based on the scripture, I can tell you that the prayer that you'll be praying tomorrow, God has answered. Amen. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Amen. Amen. Wow. This is a powerful assurance. And I will answer them, be, them even before they call. And while they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer their prayer. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Ask me, and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. Ask me. Ask me. This God saying. He says that, call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So there are great and mighty things which we know not. And we can only get this great and mighty information by calling unto God. And how do we call unto God? We call unto God through prayer. 
And uh, simply put, we are told that prayer is communication between man and his God or deity. Right? Man and his God or deity. Communication between man and his God or deity. It is also a means by which mortal men, mortal men, call upon an immortal God to intervene in matters concerning them. Yeah. Mortal men, mortal men, call upon an immortal God, an immortal God to intervene in their affairs. You see, so, 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 so this, this is how I like that. I like that. I like to hold the microphone. You see, like they, they put the microphone in your mouth. Uh, and we've, we've come to work on the sound, so you see, so it's, it's much better. So, mortal men like you and I call upon an immortal God to intervene in matters concerning their lives. Hallelujah. And basically, that is what prayer is all about. But you see, prayer in itself is not powerful if the Holy Ghost is not involved. Prayer is not powerful if the Holy Spirit it's not involved. This is because the other religions pray and anybody can recite a few words and call it prayer. Yeah? The other religions, they pray. Traditional religion, the poor libation, they pray. The other ones, they pray. Amen. But what happens is that if the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is involved, that is what makes prayer powerful. But with, but by see, without the Holy Spirit, we are just reciting a few words, like some nursery one boy reciting some nursery one poem. Amen. So, to make our prayer powerful and very effective, we need the agency of the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, no, 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 your prayer is as useless as anything. Without the Holy Spirit, our prayer is like orange juice diluted with water. It carries no power. Without, our, without the Holy Ghost, our prayer is like a man suffering from oligospermia or azospermia. Ha! Simply put, without the Holy Ghost, our prayer is like a man suffering from low sperm count. The Holy Ghost is the catalyst that facilitates our prayer. The Holy Ghost is that element, is that energy that boosts our prayer. The Holy Ghost is that force, is that power that adds ingredients and nutrients to our prayer. Huh. And as a matter of fact, Jesus is not on earth. It's the Holy Ghost. Jesus is in heaven, seated at the right hand side of the Father, making intercession for you and I. But now, it's the Holy Ghost that's on earth. So Jesus Christ said, uh, it's expedient that I go, so that the Comforter will come. Huh? He will be with you. He will be in you. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's all about the Holy Ghost. It's all about the Holy Spirit. So for our prayer, 
to be powerful, for our prayer to be effective, for our prayer to, 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 to do a lot of wonders, we need the agency of the Holy Spirit. Hello? Great. Others also say that prayer is the supply of the Spirit. Prayer. It is the supply of the Spirit. It's the supply of the Spirit. And the Spirit is manifested in three ways. Number one, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is manifested through prayer. The Holy Spirit is manifested through faith. And the Holy Spirit is manifested through the gift of the Spirit. Number one, I said, the Holy Spirit is manifested through prayer. Number two, the Holy Spirit is manifested through faith. Number three, the Holy Spirit is manifested through the gift of the Spirit. So let's go to number one. In number one, when you enter into prayer, power is generated. In number two, when you enter into prayer, faith is activated. In number three, when you spend quality time and consistent time with God in prayer, the gift of the spirit that is resident inside of you is activated. So all we are saying is that prayer is prayer generates power, right? And faith And faith transmits power. And the gift of the Holy Spirit distributes the power. Alright. So in Ghana here, alright, we have VRA. We have Gridco. We have ECG. When you get to our power station at Kosombo, and those tubes Mm, are opened. The water from the Volta River, the damped water, rushes through the tube, which turns a machine in the tube called a turbine. Then power is generated. When the turbine is turned, mm, Gridco, Ghana Grid Company, Grid, they pick the, uh, they pick the the power and transmit it. Right? And that is faith. You understand that? Because faith demands action. Faith demands work. Hallelujah. Now, then they transmit it to ECG. Right? And ECG does the distribution. So you buy prepaid. Right? And you know, you get a card, you just swipe all your points, all your slots. You understand that? And that is the gift of the spirit. So let me tell you something. Prayer is a serious business. That sometimes people think prayer is a waste of time and waste of energy. But I came to tell someone this morning that prayer is not a waste of time. Prayer is not a waste of energy. Listen, you will only think prayer is a waste of time 
and energy if you don't even understand what prayer can do and what prayer is. But if you have an understanding into what prayer can do and what prayer is, you will come to appreciate the fact that prayer is not a waste of time and prayer is not a waste of energy. Whatever you don't have knowledge about, you can do effectively. So anytime I see Christians who talk with prayer, and anytime I see Christians who even who don't, don't even have a prayer life, it tells me or it suggests to me that they don't even understand what prayer is all about. Ha. I pray that by the time we go through this prayer thing, eh, maybe this thing can take about three months old because I have. I have filler on prayer. Filler. I pour. And I pray that by the time we are through with this teaching on prayer, something will come upon your life. Something will come upon your life that you begin to pray like never before. That lesson that your prayer life will undergo a revolution. That something will change in your life. That lesson, listen, that you will begin to experience the Holy Ghost like never before. Ah, ah, Zachariah 12, verse 10. Ah, Talimi Anoskibi Andahaha. Vinimi Aneskibaha. Zachariah 12, 10. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. This scripture suggests to me that prayer is a spirit that must be caught. Prayer is a spirit that must be caught. Listen. Until you catch that spirit, you will not know what it means to spend time with God in prayer. Until we catch that spirit, we will not know what it means to pray in the morning, to pray in the afternoon, and to pray in the evening. And I will pour upon the house of David. And upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem. The spirit of grace. May grace come upon you. May grace come upon you. Receive grace to pray. In the name of Jesus. The spirit of grace. And of supplication. Supplication means prayer. Ah. May you catch the prayer grace. May you catch the prayer virus. May you catch a prayer anointing. That you pray like never before. That nothing will stop you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. A time is going to come. Eh? You will pray and pray and pray. And your prayer will become like hot knife in butter. That anything that stands before you. Will fall. In the name of Jesus. I prophesy to somebody. That after today. An anointing is coming upon you. That you pray like never before. In the name of Jesus. Ah. Lenemenu animika ya dabahaya 
Listen, good preaching is good. Teaching is good. Worship is good. But listen, prayer. Listen, if you know how to pray, you can handle anything. If you know how to pray, if you know how to submit your case before God, if you know how to remain before God in intercession, it doesn't matter how hard the enemy will try, you will prevail because the other than Jesus Christ said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Listen. 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 Stop wasting time and watching movies for two hours. I'm not saying don't watch movies. Watch movies. But what I'm saying is that listen. Make time for prayer. The movies. Ah. We are praying. But look at how the enemy is pointing us. So what will happen if we stop praying? There are secrets about your life. There are secrets about your family. There are secrets about your children. There are secrets about the future which you know not of. So God is saying that when you call unto me, I will show you those secrets. Ah. So the Bible says in Deuteronomy 29, 29, Ah, for secret things belongs to God. Secret things belongs to God. There are certain secrets about business. There are certain secrets about marriage. Listen, the reason why your relationship doesn't work is because you don't know the key. You don't have the secret to that relationship. But if you can call upon God in prayer, he will tell you that that young man, this is the reason why he is acting out of character. That young lady, there's the reason why she is acting out of character. So do A, B, and C, and God will give that solution. Listen, listen. One young lady said, Any relationship I go into, it doesn't work. And I laughed and said to myself, Have you tried prayer? If you tried worship, it didn't work. If you try listening to preaching, it didn't work. If you try sowing seed, it didn't work. Try prayer. Because God is saying, it shall come to pass in that day, that before they call, I will answer. As they speak, I will hear. You've not met a young man, but the prayer has been answered. You've not gotten a job, but the prayer has been answered. Ah, The wedding is yet to happen, but the prayer has been answered. Listen, whatever fails, I can guarantee you that prayer will not fail because if my son calls me, I will respond. A wicked man like me, if my son calls me daddy, I will say yes, Benny or Jenny. So what about God who is able to give good gifts to his children? He said, call unto me. And I will answer. Ah, 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 listen. The reason why sometimes we are overwhelmed by the issues of life is because we have not called the master. Uh, and I see Jesus Christ saying, Let us go to the other side. And in the middle of the journey, he slept and his head 
was on a pillow and uh, the marine spirit came together and they tried tossing the boat and the disciples said master care us not that we perish until they called upon God until they called upon Jesus ah, their lives were in danger but at the very moment they called upon their master the master arose and rebuked the storm I came in the name of the father I came in the name of the son I came in the name of the Holy Spirit to rebuke every storm in your life anything that challenged you in the previous month anything that fought your father anything that fought your mother I came to announce peace be still once upon a time in the book of Acts chapter 2 from verse 1 to 4 the Bible said when the day of Pentecost had fully come they were gathered together in the upper room and suddenly there came a mighty rushing wind and clothing tongues of fire settled over their head and they began to speak in other tongues for you God gave God gave a promise but it took prayer for the promise to manifest it took prayer for the promise to manifest it took prayer for the promise to manifest and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance so this suggests to me that without the spirit you know not what to pray about the spirit gave them utterance. Ah. Oh.
So that you know, instead of you know, Salo get climbing and getting up from the overflow. Yeah, you know. Share the uh, uh, those one. Give I'm in the very one. And Akusia, uh, uh, Salo and uh, Hallelujah. The prayer altar. What is an altar? An altar is a meeting place between God and man. An altar is a meeting place between God and man. It is a place of sacrifice unto God. A place where fire comes down from heaven to burn our sacrifice. It is a place of total denial. You know what? In those days, people built altars with stones. Altar. A-L-T-A-R. People built altars with stones. So in Genesis 22, you see Abraham building an altar with a stone. But in this era, in this dispensation, the altar is the heart. So that is where God comes to meet man. He meets us in our heart. Huh? Oh, you, you, no, no. Move to uh, the verse 9. Jennifer, the verse 9. So we are saying that an altar is a meeting place between God and man. It's a place of sacrifice unto God. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there. And laid the wood in order. And bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. So it's a place of sacrifice. A place where fire comes to comes down from heaven to burn a sacrifice. A place of total denials. So like I said, in this dispensation, our altar is the heart. Ah, ah. That is why you cannot give your heart to a boy. That is why you cannot give your heart to a girl. You have given, instead tell a boy, I gave you all my heart. Which one will you give to God? You tell that girl, I give you my soul, my spirit, my body. Which one have you given to God? Huh? You see, when you make such utterances, you will struggle with your Christian life because you have given everything to the boy. 
So that is why you suffer a broken heart and coming to church becomes a, a challenge. Ah. You give me everything to the boy. They come to church, come and say, Midi Makuma, Midi Mawera, it's a lie. You give it to the boy yesterday. Hey, Yakume, Midi Ma, Midi Makuma, Family Yania, Wopel, Hey, Yakume. But listen, you told the boy I've given you all, I've given my heart. You've given your altar, your altar to the boy. Listen, that is why Proverbs chapter 4. Let me see. 4. Verse 23 says that. Guard your heart with all diligence. For in your heart, for in it are the issues of life. Huh? Keep the heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Your heart, your altar, you must guard it. One day I will, I will teach on altars. You understand that even your bed is an altar. So it's not every bed that you lay, that you lie on. So those of you who go, so, some of you, all the hotels, you You've lied on all the bears in the hotels. Oh. The place of play, prayer, the altar, is a place of denialance that you deny yourself. Listen, people who know what prayer does, when it's time for prayer, they break protocol. People who know what prayer can do, when it's time for prayer, they forget about everything. Huh? People who know what prayer can do, when it's time for prayer, they don't choke. Because once upon a time, a woman by name Hannah, who had a problem called Penina, her rival, ah, one day I'll preach a message entitled, Hannah, don't mind Penina. Hannah, don't mind Penina because if you focus on Penina, you will lose your prayer power. If you focus on the problem, you will lose your prayer power. And once upon a time, Jesus walked on the scene and Peter said, Jesus, if it is you, bid me to come. And Peter stepped on the water. The very moment Peter lost focus, hmm? From Jesus and look at the water, he began to sink. If you focus on your penina, you will sink. Hannah, don't mind penina. This for another day. Mende ako brayaka sandebaha. Ah, the prayer altar. And Hannah went into prayer. And the Bible said, she prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed at a point. Ah, the priest Eli said, Ah, what a wicked woman. It is, it is, it is early in the morning, and you are always drunk. You are almost drunk. And 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 Hannah said, Ah, I am not drunk. I am pouring my soul unto God because I need a son. Ah, and I came to, to talk to somebody who needs a son. Listen. At the prayer altar, you break protocol. At the prayer altar, you forget about your family name. At the prayer altar, you forget about your money. Ah, and 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 Nehemiah was a mighty man, but a, li- a leper. You are wearing the ring, but you have a problem. You have the money, but you have arthritis. 
Ah, you are married, but your husband is going wayward. Come to the prayer altar. Come to the prayer altar. Deny yourself once upon a time. Jesus said, if a man will come after me, he must deny himself, carry the cross, and follow me. At the prayer altar, if you can deny yourself, fire will come down from heaven and burn the sacrifice at the prayer altar. If you can say, God, God, here I am. Use me for your glory. God, here I am. Listen to my prayer. Listen. Fire will come down and burn that sacrifice. Yes, you are my friend. Hallelujah. So we are saying that the prayer altar is a place we sacrifice unto God. The prayer altar is our heart in this dispensation. So we must guard our heart with all diligence because in it is our prayer because in it is, is our holiness in our heart that is where the issues of life emanate from so ladies and gentlemen can I show you some of the things uh, that can define our prayer altar listen if our heart is defiled our prayer altar is defiled ah, what can defile your prayer altar uh, the works of the flesh, the works, that's a generalized name for the things that can defile the prayer altar. I call them the works of the flesh. Genesis chapter 5, from verse 19 to 21. Oh, Jesus. Genesis 5, 19, 21. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Number one is sexual immorality. Listen, if, 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 if you engage in sexual immorality, you will lose your prayer power because your, your heart is defiled. Ah, let me inomikiande. Galatians 5, 19 to 21. Sexual immorality. Sexual immorality. Impurity. Last. Lastful pleasures. I cannot burn it. It will defile your prayer altar. Idolatry. Sorcery. Hostility. Quarreling. Jealousy. Outburst of anger, a time, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness in San Rio, drunkenness, Maululu. Now you see, now Salo has gone to overflow, so now it's your turn. I'll mention your name. Oh, Jesus. Drunkenness, wild parties, and other scenes like these. 
Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom. And the church shall say, Amen. Where do I pray? Where do I pray? 1 Timothy 2.8 1 Timothy 2.8 In every worship, in every place of worship, I, get your, I beg your pardon. I want men to pray with holy hands, lifted up to God, free from anger and controversy. I will therefore that men pray everywhere. Men pray everywhere. Ah. So, where do I pray? You can pray everywhere. In the toilet, in the kitchen, everywhere. You can pray in the bus. You can pray. Hallelujah. And someone will say, why should I pray everywhere? Because God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. Hallelujah. Alright. So, we are told to pray everywhere. But, oh, Jesus. Oh, lending me under her. Let's look at Matthew 6 6. But when you pray, go away by yourself. Shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father, who sees everything, will reward you. Yeah. But once upon a time, Jesus discouraged public prayers. He discouraged it. And the reason why he did that was because people were trying to show off. You understand that? And they stand. My Lord, my God, I stand in your holy pavilion. And I, and, and I ascribe your supernatural grace and power and your hand upon my life. And, 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 and I take my position in the third heaven as a son of God. And I've come to speak into your ears. Thou that answers prayer, O God, attend to my prayer. I have come in the name of the Lord. People try to show off with it. They want people to know they have prayer lyrics. So that is why Jesus discouraged public prayers. The Pharisees, right? Public prayers. So he discouraged public prayers prayers. But as if you can't pray in public. You see, the motive behind it. And Zach is praying. But the motive why he's using that tongue is because of a girl. That prayer, God will answer. Ah! told the young man that you must marry a prayerful woman from the church. So you are praying that prayer because of the boy. That prayer God will not hear. The motive behind the prayer, the motive, the motive, the motive. I learned something. The motive. The motive. Yeah, man. 
Luke 18, 10 to 14. All this introduction, you know. Introduction. Yeah, we got a long way to go, you know. We got a long way. Luke 18, 10 to 14. Two men went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a despised tax collector. So in those days, the tax collectors were cheats. So that is why Zacchaeus, right? Zacchaeus, Zach. He, he's not, he's Zacchaeus, not Zachariah, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, you understand? That is why when Jesus said, today, I have to stay in your house, the people were angry because the, para, because the tax collectors were wild and they were cheats. Government, government will say, go and, go, go and charge 1,000, they go and charge 5,000 and the 4,000 is theirs. Yeah. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. I thank you, God, that I am not like a, I am not a sinner like everyone else. For I don't cheat, I don't sin, and I don't commit adultery. I am certainly not like the tax collector. So you see, so you see, public prayer. You understand that they want people to know public prayer. I fast twice a week. And I give you a tenth of my income. Tithe. Verse 13. But the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed. Instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, Oh God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. I tell you, this sinner, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. Hallelujah. So you see, so the motive is, is, is very important. Patricia, do you understand? The motive, the reason why you are praying is very important. The reason, the motive, it's very important. So people show off. That is why Jesus discouraged public prayers. When do I pray? When do I pray? When do I pray? When do I pray? First Thessalonians 5 17. First Thessalonians 5 17. Pray always and have prayer without season. My invention says never stop praying. Never stop praying. So church, this morning I just want you to understand that pray always and have regular times of prayer. Yeah, pray always and have regular times of prayer. But most especially, pray in the morning. Pray in the morning. Mark 1.35. Mark 1.35. Before daybreak, the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place of prayer. Jesus, early in the morning, he didn't check his WhatsApp status. He didn't check his Twitter. He didn't check the latest news. Oh, early in the morning. In the morning, early in the morning, 
the morning I will rise and praise the Lord. Oh, in the morning. the morning, early in the morning, it's well, in the morning, I will rise and praise the Lord, oh, good morning, Jesus, good morning, Lord, oh, I know you come from Is the precipitator of me. 
miracles. If you are not expecting anything, you will not get anything. So, anytime you pray, anytime you bring your request before God, anytime you pray to God, Mary, you must be in a state of expectation. Ah! My voice shall thou hear in the morning. Oh Lord, in the morning I will direct my prayer unto thee. And I will look up. God, give me so high. Ah, my voice shall thou hear. Ah, in the morning you call a boy, you call a girl. Listen, listen. Drop that boy like a yam and drop that girl. And call unto God. Ah. Lamentations 3, 22-23. The faithful love of God never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is thy faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. The steadfast love of the Lord. Never see his oh his mercy's never not come to an end. They are new, oh new. Hallelujah, great is thy faith. His mercies, Mary. Let me see your clothes. I knew every morning. My last scripture, and I close. Psalm thirty, Psalm three, verse five. Oh, today I've done well. I'm on time. Psalm three, verse five. I lay down and slept. Yet, I woke up in safety. For the Lord was watching over me. Ah. I lay down and slept. Yet, I woke up in safety. For the Lord was watching over me. If, if, if you have no reason to pray in the morning, this scripture must make you pray in the morning. Give the Lord a hand. Rise to your feet. Lift up your voice. Pray. Tell God to give you grace to pray. Remember, prayer is a spirit. Oh, pray, pray, pray. Oh Jesus. He came the money baros keep a hand. Oh, 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 oh. Grace to pray. Grace for prayer. Grace for prayer. Grace to pray. Kanda Bahaya. Oh, irredescede. Hallelujah. Oh Jesus. He buried his kingdom. 
Lift up your hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, our hands are lifted unto you as a sign of surrender. We have come to ask for mercy. In this week, deliver us from evil. In this week, Lord, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. In this week, our needs to be met. In this week, goodness and mercy shall follow us. All the days of our lives, man, we got to dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Come on, you make it your prayer. 